0: Welcome to the Blind Justice Podcast, where you discover the insider secrets of injury and accident cases, and all of your law questions get answered. Now, here's your host, Chicago injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo. Hey guys, your favorite Chicago car accident attorney, Scott DeSalvo here, with my co-host Amelia.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Finnafrock. Finnafrock, that's my last name, don't wear it out.
0: Don't you know who I am? (laughs) Of course I know who you I are. Never, You're Amelia Finnefrock. It
1: never gets old. Everyone knows so who funny. you are. So recently um recently, someone tried to pronounce my last name. Uh, it, Oh, gosh. well, Finnefruke. Is mm. that an audition? And they said it with a straight face. I'm like, Finnefruke? The most common. I like, really? That's the. I, I had never heard that one the before. The most
0: common mispronunciation has to be finefrock. Yeah. Right? Well,
1: people get scared and they're like, uh. And usually I let it slide. I'm like, that's fine. You're close enough. You got
0: many of the letters correct.
1: I had someone recently say, you need to just, that's your name. That is your name. You need to correct. I'm like, I don't, maybe I'm too chill about it because.
0: It ain't that serious. No, I don't care. I get it. I mean.
1: Don't, but like i'm sorry there's a certain i'm not sorry sorry not sorry okay. there's a certain kind of person i'm gonna i'm gonna break it, it down for me break Hold it on. down for this me this is called breaking it down with amelia <laughs> it's like really the people who are so there are people who like have crazy names and they're allowed to be like listen it's actually pronounced like this because you look at it and you're like i don't even gonna attempt to do that and then there are other people who have names like zoe klein and they're like my name is actually zoe and you're like you're dumb that's that's so dumb. I'm gonna on purpose call you the wrong name because
0: I'm gonna call you Zooey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just to just to piss you off. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, life's too short to be I worried about names. I get your name. it. Just
1: Scott Desalvo. Have you ever had someone?
0: What, oh, what's yeah. your comment? No, I mean nobody gets Scott wrong, obviously, but a lot of people get Desalvo wrong. How
1: do you do it? I feel like it's it's literally spelled out for you. D salvo oh, yeah. what do they say no,
0: but I get like um de slavo <laughs> I and then and then they get to the D and then it's like you pull the brakes on the train the train stops right there Plus they
1: look at you in the eye and they're like D and they like, like expect you to like and then
0: I'm just like call me Scott <laughs> call me amazing attorney de salvo. amazing Scott that's your next podcast Super call Scott. me
1: Scott call me Scott
0: um yeah that's a good tagline It's almost like better call Saul
1: Yeah, yeah. Almost, kind of. There you
0: go. So folks, we're doing, uh, we're continuing in our um, series, I don't know, I think it's just sort of like the format we've settled on in the podcast, Uh where we answer um, listeners' questions about their injury cases, right? So a lot of the questions are similar, even though the cases are very different, Um, so my idea was... Why not answer people's questions, and it'll help other listeners too. And then everybody listening gets to learn a little bit about the law. Seems like an, a reasonable approach.
1: Oh, it's very reasonable because we leave you wanting more.
0: Well, not only that, and um, just be aware that obviously this is not legal advice. Uh, you got to talk to a lawyer. Give the lawyer the Correct. you know particular information. Yes. Then you can you know get yes. actual legal advice. Exactly. This is just general guidelines.
1: Yeah. Yes. This is, is, if this were a TV show, this would have like there'd be like a little bumper on the bottom, flashing in yellow and red. Not like, really not an attorney. Re- no, wait. <laughs> no, it would flash something else. Pe- this is the People's Court. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, so Amelia, would you like to take it away? Yes. <laughs> I think it's a like a car accident question it this week. It is a car accident. Question. Okay. How shoot. Did you know? Because um, we both have the same script sitting in front of us,
1: this, you're too smart, D. De... Slavo. Slis, despido, despacito. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I love that song. Okay, <clears throat> I was involved in a Chicago car accident. My coworker and I had a green, a green turn arrow, so I turned. The other car came right towards us and ran the red light. We got hit on the side of the car in a T-bone crash. It was a pretty big collision. We both went to the emergency room, and I followed up with my doctors, and now I have all these medical bills. The other driver's insurance company says that they have a statement from another driver, an independent witness, who says I ran the red light. This is not true, but the insurance company will not give me a copy of the statement they took for their witness, and they will not tell me his or her her name. Do I have a good case, and how can we catch this witness in a lie?
0: Oh, that is shady. That is so slim shady. Okay, so I've been doing this for 20 years. I've handled thousands of claims, thousands of car accident cases. It is really, really true that insurance adjusters will lie to you about what they have. They will out-and-out lie about whether they have a witness statement. They will out-and-out lie about what the witness said. They will out-and-out lie. uh, There are situations where before they hire me my clients will give a recorded statement to an insurance company and the insurance company will refuse to give me a copy of the statement but will out and out lie to me about what my client said then I eventually get a copy of the statement and they didn't say what the insurance adjuster said. I've actually had cases, Um, I had a case earlier this year that was in suit and we were at a settlement conference and the defense attorney represented to the judge that my client said something at their deposition that they didn't say. Luckily, I was able to reach into my bag, pull the deposition oh. out, and say, Judge, read page 53. That's not what he said.
1: Was that the best feeling ever? Well, it
0: is it is a very nice feeling to be prepared. But my point is, um, I go out of my way to be honest yep. with people, but I'm going to tell you, insurance companies are soulless entities, right? They are not nice or friendly, even oh. if the adjuster or the insurance or broker you talk to is cool. They're not in the business of giving away money. They, they have col- an agenda. Yeah, they they collect premiums, and they don't pay out, and that's how that's their business model, mm-hmm. right? And you know, the other thing is, like, people are sometimes outraged. They're like, "Well, I want to report them to the government or the Attorney General or the Illinois Department of Insurance," not. but no. they don't care. They don't care. the The truth is, when insurance companies play dirty tricks like this, the only way to hold them accountable is if we hold them accountable Mm -hmm. in each and every one of these claims, right? Right. And it means a lot of work because in aggregate, if we hold them accountable where we're taking their money off them, then maybe they'll stop doing it, Right. right? But the truth is, insurance companies have so much money that they're probably never gonna stop the dirty tricks. All we can do is catch them in particular cases and then, you know,
1: Fight the good
0: fight. Or fight the good fight and catch right. them in the particular case and make sure that the particular injured client gets fully compensated. Right. Right. So why do they do it? Well, it's very simple. They Insurance companies know that an unrepresented person, they're easy to discourage. So yep. you're an unrepresented person. You mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, you don't have experience handling claims. You don't have experience talking to insurance companies. Right. They know that if they can put up some roadblocks – Even if 50% of the people give up, look at how much money they're saving, right? And then even then, even with some people who get a lawyer, if they get a lawyer who's not really an injury lawyer or who's not really a trial lawyer, Mm -hmm. they'll just get some lawyer who says, oh, hot dog, I'll call the insurance company and get some kind of settlement and I'll get a nice fee for doing no work. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of lawyers out there who never go to court, have never tried a case, I just read a statistic. I'm reading a, a trial advocacy book, you know, uh, different strategies on, on how to win cases at trial. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of that. But there was a statistic in there. The statistic is that 95% of lawyers have never tried a single case. What? 95% really? of lawyers, yeah. And that includes. That
1: is surprising.
0: And that includes a lot of people who advertise as. Yeah oh, we'll fight for you, and we're the injury guys. And But you know the, the truth of the matter is the insurance companies know who some of these guys are. So they'll shoot them a lowball offer, and they know that the lawyer is going to go to the client and say, here, you better take this, right? And they save a lot of money doing that. So, so super, shiny. super uncool. So a lot of Chicago car accident attorneys just want those easy cases because if you think about it, if you could get – 100 cases, all of them settle, you don't really do any work on them, you just collect a check, it's a pretty sweet deal for you, right? Oh yeah,
1: right? right.
0: Versus, let's say you have 50 that settle and then 50 you have to fight, it's a lot of more hours of work, right? right. For the lawyer. Mm-hmm. But um, I think you have to take the profession seriously. If you're gonna do it, you that's have- ethical, right? Well, that's right, right. You can't tell a client to settle a really good case for short money, or at least I don't think you should, right? Sometimes you got to fight. So, um, you know, the point is they do things like this. I mean, it may be that there is no witness statement in this case, or it may be that the witness statement doesn't say what they're telling you. They're just trying to discourage you from going the next step. And the point is an injury lawyer is free consultation. You can talk to the lawyer for free. If you don't like this lawyer, you can hire a different one. But the point is, like, definitely get a free consultation because i have to tell you like you got t-boned turning on a green arrow oncoming traffic by definition has to have a red light right otherwise you can't have a turn green right exactly you can't have the turn arrow and then ambulance to the er and then follow-up treatment the treatment sounds very reasonable it definitely sounds like a case so if you haven't talked to a lawyer yet i would highly recommend you do so and obviously you can call me or any other Injury lawyer, you're like.
1: Well, yeah, to cut through the red tape and have a professional be able to cut through all this, I'm sure, verbiage and jargon that the insurance companies throwing. Because I know that that would overwhelm me, and that's.
0: I prefer to call it hoot nanny.
1: Hoot nanny, oh, that is a great <laughs> word. Is it like on an? Is it like an app you have? It's like the word of the day. No, is that's
0: hootenanny. just like super old-fashioned word. I don't think people use hoot nanny too often.
1: Um, I, I feel like that's the name of a bar in Chicago.
0: It might be, but I think we should try and um bring it back into common oh, parlance. We're
1: bringing it back. It's we're gonna drop the Blind Justice podcast. We're just gonna be Amelia and Scotts. Hoot Nanny Injury Law Podcast.
0: Wow. I mean, talk about a compelling <laughs> name. That's awesome.
1: It's not... Oh, we're g- we're going to make stickers.
0: <laughs> it's going to be a gonna whole be thing. It's
1: going to be the longest sticker you've ever we're gonna seen. We're going to have
0: a theme song. Okay,
1: I have to ask you before we uh, wrap this up. You said hot dog. What is that phrase? What? You said hot dog.
0: Oh, it's... Is, uh, it? it, it it's another old-fashioned one.
1: <laughs> You're dating yourself. What is it? No, these are phrases that are
0: actually way older is, than I what am. What does hot dog hot mean? Hot dog means awesome.
1: <laughs> I'm totally going to bring that back. Yeah. i so going to send to the millennials and say hot dog. And it's hootenanny. Th- it's 2000 2000- and hootenanny. Yeah. <laughs> it's all well, those
0: Archie comics I read as a child.
1: Hot dog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, folks, thanks for listening. If you have a question, please submit it. But uh, have a great week, and I hope the information helps. Till next time. Thanks for listening. I truly hope that the information in the podcast helps you no matter the situation you find yourself in. But you might need more answers or some more direct help. So there are three ways for you easily to find out more and to get help. If you call my toll-free 24-hour helpline, 888 hurt 318